Hey ladies and welcome to Crave. This is the podcast for women who want to create the life they're craving. I'm Kate Upanui. You can find me kateupanui.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. And this week we are going to be talking about something I've talked about. I don't know if I've talked about this before. We're going to be talking about sitting in the question. And what I mean by that is what problem might you be avoiding by maintaining a weight issue? So that's quite a loaded question really, isn't it? But it's something that a client brought to me a while ago and I just feel like there's a lot of value in considering this. So before we get into that, I'm just going to share with you, Crave is also an online program that I run. It's a 10-week live group coaching program. We meet once a week on Zoom. The next group is about to start. We start in two weeks on the 17th of July. So if you would like into that, I would love to have you in there. It's a really small little group. We like to keep things intimate to actually get some coaching done and to really kind of give you the most out of that program. So yeah, next group starts 17th of July. You can sign up via my website or you can contact me. Um, You'll find my details in the show notes. And if you just want to talk things through before you commit to anything. So that's all of that. Let's get down to brass tacks. Let's talk about this question thing. So um, I was watching, this is kind of a sidetrack, but <laughs> maybe it's not, I don't know. Um, I was watching something a few days ago and it was about horsemanship. And so you may be horsey, you may not be, it doesn't really matter. But the idea in um, when you're working with horses, whether you're riding them or working on the ground, it doesn't matter is that when we're communicating with them, we're asking them a question. Hey, can you move in this direction? Hey, can you slow down? Can you speed up? Can you come towards me? Can you walk away from me? All of those sorts of things. And so sometimes the way in which we ask the question, um, the horse might not completely understand the question. They might not know how to answer the question. And so these are kinds of things that we need to consider. And so when I think about this in terms of horsemanship, what happens is, is when somebody doesn't know the, sorry, I can just hear a whole lot of noise outside. I'm like, what is that? I think it's the wind. I think it's kind of the house shaking. All right. So when a horse doesn't know the answer to the question or when they are unsure about what that question is, Typically what we see is kind of wonky behavior. And so horses, and when I say wonky behavior, you know, they might start pouring at the ground or they might start kind of pulling back and trying to get away, you know, like that flight into the spectrum. Like they might try and move away from whoever's asking the question or whatever the situation is. They might be, um, they might try and sort of push against it you know like they might be a little bit more inclined to be bolshy and so usually what happens is is horses start to get you know if um if this behavior is misunderstood if if you know there's all sorts of things that go on with horses but it can sort of um end up in the horse being labeled as a naughty horse or a bolshy horse or a um, shut down horse these kinds of things because 
not because they necessarily are those things, but because the question has left them in a space of not knowing how to answer the question. So they come up with behavior that helps them avoid or move away from that question. And so I want to think about this in two ways. Um, First of all, that I might ask a question that makes you feel really uncomfortable and you might not know how to answer it. So your initial thing might be to push back against it to kind of be on that fight end of the spectrum. You or it could be that flee end of the spectrum, like, oh, let me just get away from this. It feels really uncomfortable. And it could be worth just noticing, like, is there any value in the questions that I'm asking? You know, if I wasn't trying to get away from it, if I could understand the question, what might my response be? So that's something to consider. And the other um, kind of uh, avenue I want to consider in this like question scenario when it comes to weight and weight loss is something that uh, a client brought to me a while ago. I don't know if I said that, but she noticed that you know like the question kind of was if weight wasn't the issue then what would I you know like I might have to face some other issues in my life and so in terms of that and a question weight um, is kind of the behavior or eating is the behavior weight is the result it's the thing that we see and we go, oh, wait, wait, you know, wait, that's the thing, you know. It's a little bit like, oh, the bolshie horse. Like, we're seeing the behavior because of the inability to be with something that was uncomfortable. So those are two slightly different aspects that we want to consider. So let's work a little bit with um the, the second one that my client brought to me because I think there's a lot of value here and I think it's not just her. I think there are probably many of us that are noticing like mm, weight is a thing but if we didn't have weight then you know what else might we be confronted with or if we didn't have food what might we be confronted with. So I know that a lot of my clients, if I said, you know, oh, if weight wasn't your problem, they'd be like, sweet, give me that. I am so sick of this problem. I just want it gone. I want it done yesterday. If you could wave your magic wand, please do that. But I really want you to consider, you know, how um, weight might have been helping you avoid something else in your life. And so how it kind of looked for um, this client was she noticed that weight had sort of been this thing like that she'd been quote unquote battling with or working with or trying to solve for quite some time, you know, numbers, a number of years. And she was like, I just can't sort it out. You know, there's, I've come at it this way and that way, you know, I've dieted and I've exercised and I've tried this and tried that. And, but she realized, oh my gosh, it's actually really simple. Like I could really quickly and easily solve this problem for myself. I know exactly what to do. I know how to do it. I know I can do it. I know that it's easy to do. And when I do do what I know how to do, it works. 
Um, but wow, what might happen if I became the woman who I know I would be if I lost that weight? You know, if, if I kind of um, stepped into that feeling of that I, you know, she was somebody that had been smaller in her younger years, had gained some weight over a number of years and was feeling like, oh, you know, what would it be like to go back to that smaller size? She realized, wow, that woman was actually quite different. You know, um, if I lost that weight, I might be somebody different. And how might that affect the different aspects of my life? So having this quote-unquote weight problem was kind of helping her maintain a status quo that felt comfortably uncomfortable in her life. You know, she was not uncomfortable. She had, you know, lots of good, wonderful things going on in her life. But there were equally kind of things there that she had been avoiding noticing. And I think that this is something that goes on often, that weight is this comfortable problem. It feels really uncomfortable. We would swear black and blue, like, just get it gone, please, anything. But as soon as it's gone, then what else? What are you left with? And so that might be that you're left with somebody who's really different. Like, you are really different having lost that weight. You are perhaps, you know, more confident, more able to speak your truth, more um, more powerful in some ways. This is not to say people who are smaller are more powerful than people who are bigger or anything like that. But that's a perspective that she was noticing that she had like maintaining a larger size was sort of a way for her to hide who she really was, a way for her to hide her power, her strength, her confidence. It kind of put a blanket over her a little bit. And so if she let go of this weight loss problem, then who she really was would be revealed, you know, um, and that's how she sort of felt like, oh, I would be the me that I know myself to be, and what would that um, look like in my life, how might that unfold, how might other people feel about that, how would that affect all the relationships in my life, you know, and so it's something for you to consider, you know, how is your weight keeping you safe in some way? Even it might not be at all, but it's something to consider. And again, like I'm going to go back to that point that I made at the beginning. These are the questions that are uncomfortable that you might either want to fight me on or run away from. But just notice if you can sit with that question, is what? excuse me, is weight keeping you comfortable in any way? Is it maintaining a status quo that you're kind of comfortably uncomfortable with in some way? Just notice that for yourself. Notice who you might be if you lost that weight. Like how might that kind of negatively affect some of your life, you know, your relationships? How might things shift for you how might the power dynamic shift with you know you and your sister or you and your parents or you and your partner or you and your kids or you and your friends notice because sometimes 
it's something that we don't really consider. We just assume, oh, weight loss, that'll be amazing. I'll feel so good. But sometimes we're unconscious of the fact that we wouldn't feel that good. We would feel really uncomfortable because now something's shifted and we don't know what that dynamic might look like. It reminds me of this thing that a friend said to me a while ago. Um, I was going through some of my own problems. And yes, life coaches absolutely have their own problems. And um, anyway, it was something that I was really kind of battling with. And I was talking with her about it and just saying, you know, this is where I'm at. And I'm just so sick of this particular problem. I just want it to be done. And <laughs> she said this really funny uh, helpful thing and I don't think she came up with it I think she got it from somewhere um, but the idea was she said to me like Kate I want you to imagine all of your friends and all of their problems and all of your clients and their problems and I want you to imagine you're all in a room together and everybody has to take all of their problems and put them in a big pile and you're looking at everybody else's problems and your own problems they're all there and she's like, I bet you, you would choose your own problems back in a heartbeat. Like everybody, nobody wants anybody else's problems. Like as difficult and confronting as our own stuff is, we don't necessarily want other people's. And <laughs> it just made me think, you know, like often uh, weight is a problem that we kind of know how to do. And so... It is worth considering is it a problem that you know how to do and that you're comfortable sitting in it for a bit you know like it's it would be more uncomfortable to lose the weight and then be confronted with some other stuff I'm just asking the question you get to notice the other little piece of this is noticing, you know, if we go back to that original kind of piece of asking the question, is typically, and I've said this before, I know I've said it on here, is the reason that we eat or overeat or eat foods that we don't necessarily want to be eating, but we're like, oh, I'll just do it, it's Friday, it's the weekend, whatever, everyone else is, is usually because of an uncomfortable emotion and so when I talk about that you know that idea that horses try and kind of move away from an uncomfortable question or a question that they don't know how to answer or they're not even really sure what is being asked for them so they they're they're giving behavior that seems wonky it can be and Oh, that's a whole other subject. I'm not even going to go there. But it can be worth noticing. Okay, the eating is the wonky behavior. That's the running away from or pushing against the question that's being asked in your life. And so, you know, when we don't eat, then we're left with whatever the question is. And when I say the question, it's typically the discomfort and so discomfort might be, you know, simply feeling bored and unsure what to do. So you go and check out the cupboards. Or it might be, you know, feeling overwhelmed or tired or emotionally fatigued or um, unsure about what to do. You know, there are a lot, or angry, you know, um, or irritated. Or you, you know, something may have just happened with somebody and you just 
you know, it might be your child, your toddler or your teenager, um, or your husband or your another family member or a colleague or a friend. You know, these moments that we're choosing to eat, there is typically a question being asked of us that is creating some kind of discomfort. And so it can be helpful to consider what is the question here? What question do I either not understand or do I not know how to answer? And so I'm sort of running away from the question or I'm pushing against it or covering up it or fighting against it by eating something. So it might be, for example, that you've uh, just had something happen with one of your kids and you're feeling really irritated about it. And so the question might, and so, you know, the behavior that you get is, I'll just go and get something to eat. I'm suddenly feeling really hungry. The question, I mean, there's many questions there, but the question you might, you might just get out a pen and paper and start writing questions like, why am I so angry at, you know, my child about this? Why does this upset me so much? What is this teaching me? Um, how could I be a better parent in this situation? How could I approach this differently? You know, when we start to notice, oh, there's discomfort here. Maybe I'm just not asking the right questions. It could be helpful to notice what are the questions, you know, rather than taking that immediate fight or flight response of eating, could we sit in the questions? Could we notice what those questions are? So there's, you know, and let's, let me give you another example if that's not clear. Um, so, you know, you might be feeling irritated as a child. I've just given you a bunch of questions there that you could ask. You might be feeling, um, you might be eating out of procrastination. That's another really good one. So you might feel the feeling of like, what is procrastination? Procrastination is typically not wanting to address a task, feeling unsure about what to do, feeling like there's a lot to do and not knowing where to start, uh, feeling like you can't make a decision, you're unsure. So there's lots of kind of angles that procrastination comes in at. Um, and so the wonky behavior, the moving away from the question, the moving away from the discomfort is eating. So we want to come back to, okay, what don't I know how to do? What, um, if we're thinking about procrastination, what don't I know how to do? What step do I need to take next to get me through this project, whatever it might be? Uh, what information am I missing? What information do I need? Um, how would I feel if I wasn't avoiding this project? How would I feel if I had this project done? What do I need to do? What are the actual steps I need to do to get this project finished? Um, is there, who do I need to talk to to help me move forward with this? It can just be that you spend some time noticing, oh, I'm the wonky behavior is wanting to play out. So what is the question that I need to ask? What question am I not understanding or what question am I moving away from? What question am I not even asking? So there's 
lots of kind of aspects that I've come at this with um, in terms of questions. There's the asking the question of, you know, how is weight actually helping me avoid something? And if I wasn't, you know, if I did magically lose the weight overnight and that problem was gone, what other problems would I be left with? Like how is weight actually kind of um, keeping my blinders on to other problems in my life? Just play with that a little bit and notice like, huh, if food was just gone, like if that was just not a thing, what would I be left with? And it could be that you're left with the problem of, wow, you know, now I feel like quite different. How does that affect my life and different relationships and different aspects of my life? You know, what problems might weight loss actually cause for me? And it could be also worth considering what problems have I been avoiding through maintaining this weight loss problem? And the other aspect is noticing when I am kind of giving wonky behavior, when I'm wanting to go into the kitchen to eat and I know that I'm not hungry but I feel like I'm hungry, what is the question that I'm misunderstanding, not asking or avoiding? Okay, there is a lot there and you know, if you've got questions on this, absolutely email me, ask me, hit me up. Um, I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear about it on email. Um, I also would love it if you are like, oh, now I understand <laughs> uh, what's going on for me. I would love to hear about that. Like if this actually helps you work through this, email me, tell me about it. And if you feel like, oh, this is like the tip of the iceberg stuff and you want to jump into Crave, then Crave starts on the 17th of July, the next group. There's a group we run every 10 weeks, um, four times a year. So yeah, this term is early bird pricing. It's a really good deal. I'd love to have you in there. Um, if you feel like you want to have a conversation about it before we get started, email me. We can set up a time to talk. I always offer a free consult before we get started with anybody. All right, chickies. I hope that was helpful. Let me know your thoughts. Um, if you... If you move forward with this in any direction, you know, I know this is really sensitive, personal stuff. But if you are like, oh my gosh, those are great questions and you're posting about it on Instagram or Facebook, tag me in because I would love, love, love to hear about it. All right, chickies, have a great week. We'll talk again soon. Bye.